What's up, everybody? Happy Sunday, and welcome to the Pet Cash Post. I appreciate you tuning in as you do every week. We had a lot of new subscribers this past week, so for those of you that are new here, every Sunday I put together this weekly roundup just as there, I don't have enough time or I don't have enough writing ability to post about all the top news stories. Uh, so I rounded up in an audio and, and put some tweets, a uh, cool story, some quotes, some stuff to listen and read to, all in the sports space, uh, sports business, sports tech, NIL, athletes, crushing businesses. That's a main focus of mine. But anyway, with that said, let's get started. So starting off, I want to begin in the name, image, and likeness, the NIL space, as we had some athletes absolutely crushing it, along with some interesting developments that definitely think everyone should keep an eye on. Uh, so first up, Caleb Williams, he transferred to USC from Oklahoma a few weeks ago. He's a quarterback, and he's absolutely crushing. He's going to be making a few mil this year, which is absolutely awesome to see, especially in the college athlete space. Um, in, in those last three weeks, he signed a licensing deal with Fanatics, an NIL deal with Beats by Dre. He's become the face of AC plus ION Water. He's joined a real estate private, private equity fund, and he's also become a part owner of a men's grooming company. And one of the most interesting stories of the week, UCLA defensive player Mitchell Agude is leaving UCLA for what he claims is NIL money, um, which is very interesting because he was going to go to the draft this last year, decided to come back, and apparently a few schools reached out to him and it's going to be like nearing six figures in NIL deals. But you have to keep in mind, these aren't coaches or these aren't universities reaching out to him. These are the NIL collectives, which are like third party. They're basically their own companies outside of the school. So it's like we're, we're getting into this gray area. And actually this last week as well, the NCAA said they're going to review NIL and have a report out by April, a rolling in June. But just super interesting to see players leaving because they're trying to make more money elsewhere. And we knew this was going to happen, but this seems to be one of the first ones. Um but, I mean, good for him, right? And if he's not going to make much at UCLA and he can go and make six figures at another school, I mean, why not? But kind of sticking to the same tune here, you can, you'll see why, as I talk about this story, that the NCAA is starting to look at some stuff and people are getting a little antsy about the Wild West of NIL. But this third-party collective, Spire Sports, um, for the University of Tennessee, they basically provide deals for them. They're providing substantial NIL packages. That's that's what they said. They want six figures to a bunch of football players, and I'm sure they'll leak into other sports. But the CEO came out and said that the starting quarterback should make a million plus every year, at least. So, I mean, they're not being shy about it. I mean, I think this is great. These players deserve this, especially with the attention and revenue they bring in. But we just got to keep in mind this is getting, it's starting to, we knew it all, we all knew it was going to happen, but it's getting a little out of hand now. And I know we're getting into kind of the hot topics of NIL and people getting weary about players getting paid. But there's a lot of good coming out of it, um, especially story uh, from early in the week coming out of Ohio State and a few other colleges. But and actually Nike, it's like through a Nike partnership that will be hosting it is they're going to be there's like 20 players that are going to be hosting camps in the Columbus area. And I know they have a few others set out set up throughout the country. But basically, the players are getting paid through Nike to run these camps. And they're youth camps, right? So kids in high school, middle school, probably even a little younger, and they're teaching them. So the ability for players, college players I'm speaking about, to get paid to help the younger generation is awesome. And that should have been happening for a long time. Um, but I did look into the camps a little bit, and they're like 500 bucks, which 
to me is kind of crazy, but nonetheless, good initiative. That's what we love about NIL um, and props to Nike and Ohio State. And, and I know there's a few other schools, but I'm sure we'll see this expand throughout the country um, in this next summer. For those of you that have listened before, you'll know that I usually put like spread out the NIL topics throughout. Um, and I, I kind of just jump around from sports tech to NIL to athletes, you know, and their investments and business moves, etc. But today I kind of wanted to segment it with just NIL first. Now we're going to get into more business and sports and then we'll kind of top it off with some sports tech. But uh, I'm going to be constantly changing it around. Um, let me know like what you like better. Personally, I think spreading it all out makes sense. But at the same time, if I talk about all NIL at once and block it out, you know, it makes more sense. So you hear everything at one point. But nonetheless, kind of jumping into the next thing in baseball, the, the walkouts raging on and Commissioner Rob Manfred has said that an MLB club would worse would net worse returns in the stock market. Um, so I don't know what his point is in this, especially considering the average MLB team has appreciated 700% over the past 20 years with the S&P 500 appreciating about uh, 160%, jumping from baseball to the business of golf world. The Saudi Golf League, who is also involved with Greg Norman, they're basically taking a stab and going at the DP World Tour and the PGA Tour. Um, Charlie Hoffman, who's a golfer, he was playing this last week in uh, Phoenix, was basically saying that the PGA Tour offers no accountability and no protection for the players. But then former Ryder Cup champion and captain Paul McGinley basically came in and said, hey, that's a tone-deaf comment. We all know the Saudi Golf League is just all about money. But what's interesting is Bryson DeChambeau and Phil Mickelson are kind of toying around with the Saudi Golf League a little bit as well. So, yeah, I mean, golf could have a major transformation in the next few years if, if anything goes on with this. But super interesting to see Greg Norman and the Saudis kind of come in and say, hey, golf's big business. Let's see if we can attract some top talent and, and take away from the PGA Tour. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. Who knows what's going to happen with that. Hopping on over to the wild world of sports gambling slash sports betting. So we had some new reports and some new things happen this last week with that. Uh, a lot of earnings reports, especially out of DraftKings. So with that, U.S. gambling hit $53 billion as a market in 2021, and over $8 billion was put up on the Super Bowl. And this is through basically the online companies like FanDuel, DraftKings, Caesars, etc. And, and this doesn't even count the bookies and kind of the underground stuff. So huge, massive market, as we all know. It's going to keep... This revenue is going to keep going up as more states legalize it. But actually, speaking of DraftKings, who I would say is the most well-known fantasy sports sports betting platform, um, their uh, their stock plummeted after earnings report as they made a billion dollars, but they lost even more, like a billion five or something like that. The growth is there, but clearly not the profitability. And their CEO had an interesting comment as well. He said that California sports betting. Uh, revenue could help address homelessness and mental health. Um, so I think that's an absolutely ridiculous claim. I don't know what he's talking about with that. If anything, it's going to make it worse. We're going to have people lose money, which means more homeless people, more people with bad health because they're addicted to gambling. Um, so ridiculous statement there. It seems like an emotional one since their stock continues to plummet. Um, it's down into the teens now. It was near 100 at some point this year. While we're on the topic of sports betting, slash gambling, we might as well talk about crypto as well. 
uh, report came out this last week about crypto.com. And it's basically saying, and I think this is obvious if you watch the Super Bowl, that they're betting big on sports partnerships to reach mass adoption in, in terms of users and people buying into crypto. They spent $700 million last year to rename the Staples Center in LA to crypto.com arena. They signed deals with a bunch of big-time athletes and entertainers such as Matt Damon, LeBron James, uh, who are some Adam Sandler, I believe, as well. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, they're spending billions of dollars in the attempt to gain billions of users. So we'll see if it works, but a lot of money being thrown at crypto and sports gambling as well. The cost of acquisition for these companies is very high. So if you're investing in any of these industries, I would, I would be wary of that and just keep that in mind that, yeah, they might make a lot of money, but it takes a lot of money to acquire in a, us a user as well. A few athlete business slash investing news. The first being uh, Kodiak pancakes. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They're, they're more like protein, healthier pancakes. They're actually not bad. They, they taste pretty good. They're, they're not as good as traditional pancakes, but way healthier, way more protein. Uh, but they're, they've raised some more money recently, and they've basically made sure that athletes are invested and also like aligned with them in terms of like partnerships and advertisements. So they got Joe, Joe Burrow involved, Travis Kelsey, Rudy Gay, um, CC Sabathia, tennis player Sloan Stevens, and, and I think a few other athletes as well. And basically, they're going to invest some of their own money in the company, but they're also going to take part in this athlete advisory council so they'll have quarterly meetings with the c-level executives and this will all be around marketing campaigns and creating new products and making sure that they're taking care of the athlete i think this is a smart move by kodiak and i think it's in a good investment by the athletes as well is if you're investing in your body and you're eating this food anyway you might as well put some of your money behind it and, and help it grow and so you'll basically make money to eat healthy what you're doing anyway so smart move by both sides there Speaking of athletes investing in products they're already using for their body and performance, a new thing this last week came out about a bunch of athletes that are switching from OTC pain relievers to CBD oils and rubs and, and things of that nature. Uh, the first being that PGA golfer Ricky Fowler, he partnered with the C CBD brand Level Select, and he basically said it's there's a lot more benefits than having to resort to pains or pills are painkillers and it's more natural it's better on the body etc and actually there's a few other athletes that are proponents of cbd and hemp infused supplements as well and this includes megan rapinoe rob gronkowski mike tyson paul pierce nate diaz and they all said hey there's a lot of problems in these painkillers and over-the-counter drugs i'd rather use something natural so we're seeing more investment and more buy-in from athletes uh, which is definitely interesting Definitely a change on things. But yeah, I expect the CBD market to keep growing as more athletes take this on. So we were talking about athletes making some investments in products they use. But what about sports owners? Uh, this last week, we had some major investment news coming out of Israel, actually, uh, WSC Sports. Basically, they're a company. They help sports teams, leagues, broadcasters clip up stuff uh, through their AI platform. Uh, so basically, let's say there's a basketball game and there's big dunks in it. Essentially, their AI, like whatever their platform, however it works, it will clip up the major plays and it'll push them out. And then those companies or teams can run ads on them to make money. So they have a ton of big time deals. But anyway, they raised a Series D, $100 million, 
and it includes investors from the Dodgers, Cavaliers, 76ers, and a bunch more. Um, so that's the sports highlights where I was going to continue to keep growing. And uh, Israel and WSC sports is kind of at the forefront of it. And as we wind down here, I think the perfect segment to kind of end it on is the Olympics, which if you've been listening, I've been talking a little bit of crap about the last couple of weeks. Uh, not many people are watching. I still haven't, but I'm paying attention on the outskirts. I think there's some important news to, to report on. I think you'll find interesting. Uh, the first being that obviously China's hosting it, but three-fourths of their winter team is from North America or Russia. Three-fourths, 75%. So like it's not even really their team, and it's just funny that it's China that's doing it. Um, but anyway, other news out of the Olympics there was like a report, and I'll actually, yeah, I'll put it in the, um, down at the bottom of this newsletter uh, of like what athletes are eating at the Olympics. And it's pretty interesting to see, like they have some interesting things in the dining hall. I don't know, I just always find that, that stuff kind of fascinating because it's uh, so unique. But then anyway, last thing on the transgender, I'm sure you saw Leah Thomas Penn. I mentioned this last week, the NCA rolled her like allowed to swim. She was the 462, 62nd best swimmer in men's last year for the University of Penn. This year, number one in women's. Absolutely dominated the Ivy League championships. NCAA championships coming up soon. Might, uh, might win it all, which absolutely ridiculous. We're changing the sport for one person, right? We're uh, adhering to the needs of Leah Thomas. Because, oh, she doesn't want to, she's a male, but converts to female. Oh, we got to let her swim. But now think every woman swimmer that has worked their whole life, genetically, you know, born woman swimmer, is now getting punished in the whole sport of swimming. And this is happening in track and field as well because of one person. I, I don't know why in society, America sports, we're kind of right now adhering to the one or two individuals instead of the majority. Um, but, yeah, anyway, thanks for listening. This is Andrew Petcash of the Petcash Post. Hope you enjoyed this weekly roundup. I have some cool stuff to write about this week, but like I said, why I do these is I can't get to everything, and I try to keep it within the topics of sports and athletes business along with NIL. And uh, yeah, have a great rest of your Sunday, and I'll see you tomorrow for an interesting article about a company trying to help athletes monetize their NIL. Peace.